Are you ready for the word? Okay, we are going to be looking at overcoming the fear of death. Overcoming the fear of death. The year 2020 was a year that fear was used as a weapon of control, manipulation, and intimidation like never before in the history of humanity. In fact, I've been said the greatest motivator is fear. See that? For instance, a man who's a gun pointing to another man, he says, jump down from it. 50-story building. If he jumps down, would he not die? But he's afraid to die that he jumps to die. It's silly. Jump. Oh, please, I will shoot you. Okay. Jump. 9-11, the fire was raging in those buildings. People were jumping down from heavenly structures. They died. So we're looking at how to overcome the fear of death. Our opening scripture is Isaiah 25, verse 6. It says, And in this mountain, the Lord of hosts will make for all people a feast of choice pieces. Now, O King James, a feast of fat things. That's the richness of the word. Then he says, a feast of wines on the leaves. That's mature wine. Restoration of old or ancient mantles. Of fat things full of marrow. That's the word of God that heals. Now wines on the leaves, well refined. Quality wine. Verse 7. It will destroy on this mountain the surface of the covering cast over all people and the veil that is spread over all nations. Next. It will swallow up death forever. Thought I get an amen. Then the Lord will wipe away tears from all faces. The rebuke of his people he will take away from all the earth for the Lord has spoken. Say amen. amen. And it will be said in that day, Behold, this is our God. We waited for him, and he will save us. This is the Lord. We waited for him. We'll be glad and rejoice in his salvation. Say amen. amen. So we know that in the midst of the challenges in the world, God will save his people. Can I get an amen? amen. In 2 Timothy 1 verse 10, the Bible says, But now, but has now been revealed by the appearing of our Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ, who has abolished death. Say abolished death. Notice, do you know what it means? Can God lie? First of all, can God lie? Okay, it says he has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. That means for the Christian, we have passed from death unto life. So death is in our past. See, when we grow old, what do we do? We sleep. John 5 verse 24, Jesus is speaking. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in him who has sent me has everlasting life and shall not come to judgment or condemnation, but is passed from death into what? Into life. Death is in our past. Did I get an amen? See, that's why you need to get this message, get this series, listen to all of it. 
Because as a child of God, you live in another realm. Amen? All right. Now let's look at Hebrews 2 verse 14. For as much then, O King James, that the children were particles of flesh and blood, he himself took part of the same. See that? That through death, when he died on the cross, he made the stream that had the power of death. That is what? The devil. Notice, he abolished death. Then it says, it will destroy him that had the power of death. That is the devil, verse 15. And deliver them out of fear of death with all their lifetime subject to bondage. Romans 8, verse 15 says, you've not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. You see, the challenge of Christianity in our world today is because most of us, when we got saved, we did not receive the gospel. We received religion. Because if you receive the gospel, there should be some boldness about you. So how do we overcome the fear of death? We say, number one, by the cross. Because when Jesus died on the cross, he died your death. You see that? He died your death. That's what the Bible tells us in Hebrews 2.9 that Jesus tasted death for every man. He tasted death for everyone. He died your death. Because he died for you. He died in your place. Hallelujah. By the cross. Number two, by redemption. By redemption. Say by redemption. So the second one, by redemption. By reason of the blood of Christ, we are redeemed from the cost of untimely death. Say I'm redeemed from the cost of untimely death. So you get it from, you listen to the series of second service. Number three, by virtue of salvation. By virtue of salvation. Now, the word salvation in the Hebrew, one of the words is the word Yeshua. Yeshua. It means something saved. It means victory. It means health. It means saving. It means deliverance. Okay? Now, it means prosperity. It means victory. Okay? That's Hebrew. So that's what in Hebrew. In Greek, which is the New Testament, the word is soteria. It means to be delivered. Would you say deliverance? It means to be rescued. From temporal dangers 
or eternal destruction. It refers to healing and health. It refers to soundness. Safety. Preservation. You see that? So when I'm saying I am saved, I am saying I am preserved. You see that? I am saying I am preserved. And you've got to understand this because there are many people who are saved, they are born again. They don't even know that they are preserved from both temporal evils and from eternal destruction. For instance, in Galatians 1 verse 3 to 4, the Bible says, it says, Grace to you and peace from God and the Father and our, Lord, and our Lord Jesus Christ. Look at this. Give me the old King James preferably. Who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world. From this present evil world. It's an evil world. According to the will of God and our Savior. So God is saying that in Christ I am preserved. I am delivered. But there are Christians who are robbed again and again and again. But they are saved. They don't know that to be saved is to be rescued from temporal evils, temporal dangers, and eternal destruction. See, I'm saved. Yeah. If you're saved, you better know you're saved. Hallelujah. You better know you're saved. Know it in your spirit that you're saved. Know it that you're saved. Hallelujah. All right. Let's look at number four. By virtue of eternal life within us. See, the man or woman who receives eternal life has received into himself the life and nature of God. In John 5 verse 26, Jesus said, As the Father has life in himself, so has he given to the Son to have life in himself. See, eternal life is Zoe. Zoe. Right? Zoe is the life of God, the substance of God. It refers to the essence of God. In other words, the thing in God that makes him God. That's Zoe. When you receive Zoe, the life of God, you have the thing in him that makes him God. See? It's the essence of God. Remember we learned there are different expressions of life. Can you remember? We learned that first of all, life is a person. That's 1 John 1, 1 to 2, and 1 John 5, verse 20. Eternal life is a person, and that person is Christ. See? That person is Christ. Secondly, we realize that life is a realm. We pass from death unto life. Thirdly, we learn that life is a nature. See, it's a nature. You receive the life and nature of God. In John 1, 4, the Bible says, in him was life, and the life was the light of man. 
It's in nature. In John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that so I believe that in him should not pray, but have a lasting life. It's in nature. That's the nature of God. Life is a person. Life is a realm. That's John 5, 24. Then life is a nature. It's also a gift from God. In Romans 6, 23, it's about so the, gift of, the gift of God is done life through our Lord Jesus Christ. It's a gift of God. It's a gift. And then number five, life is a principle. In Romans 8, verse 2, for the love of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from love, sin, and death. It's a principle. So when an individual receives eternal life, John 6, verse 7, the Bible says, He that believeth hath everlasting life. We're not going to get everlasting life. We have it. Say, I have eternal life. Now, you know what it means to have that life? Let me share something with you. In John 11, verse 25 to 26, Jesus says something. Because when you believe in him, you have everlasting life. It says, Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Next. Whosoever believeth in leave it and believeth in me. What did Jesus say? Shall never die. Do you believe this? We're no longer in the realm of death. Hallelujah. Think about that. What kills others cannot kill you. But notice how it works. You have to believe it. Say, say, I can't die. This is an accident. It's an accident. I don't go die. I the plane crash. I don't go die. There are too many testimonies. There are too many testimonies to let you know that we have an insurance package from heaven. Too many testimonies. Hallelujah. All right. Now let's look at something in Mark 16, verse 17. It says, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. Say, I can cast out devils. Say that means I can cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Verse 18. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, what did he say? Do you believe that? That means poison cannot kill you. Now, that doesn't mean you should go and drink poison. You will die. But if somebody tried to poison you, or you ate or drank it without knowing, it has expired, it says you won't die. Are you following me? That means radiation won't kill you. Are you out there? Because if you know this mass, also there's radiation from those things. So God lets you know it shall not hurt you. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Say amen. amen. In Luke 10, 19, the Bible says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means do what? The word is may is when you swear. Nothing shall ever, ever, ever hurt you. If Jesus swore, ah, it was a serious matter. That means for you and I, nothing shall by any means hurt us. Amen. Missiles don't hurt you. Amen. So when they send it, it will work. 
They put it in your clothes, it don't work. They put it in your house, it don't work. They put it under your chair, it don't work. Say amen. Celebrate Jesus, please. Are you out there? You know, in heaven, certain times for God makes a decision, they'll blow a trumpet. Then the king has spoke. Then the seven trumpets, the book of Revelation. Okay, so let's move on. Let's look at Acts 28, 3 to 6. Look at this man. It says, And when Paul had gathered a bottle of sticks and laid them on the fire, there came a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, No doubt this man is a murderer. Whom though he had escaped the sea, he had vengeance about him not to live. Now, that doesn't mean trouble won't come your way. Because some people believe that if you're born again, trouble won't come. It will come. Because so long as we live in this fallen world, trouble is normal. Challenges are normal. Nobody saying amen again. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, don't say it's safe. This is world. This is life. Life is real. Troubles will come. But hear me, they won't kill you. Because it will not permit a temptation to come to you which are above what you are able and with the temptation provide a way of escape. Temptations, challenges will come, but what is escape? Are you seeing that? So, the, 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 the serpent fastened his hand and he said, no, this man is a murderer. Even though he escaped the sea, he had vengeance, suffered him not to leave. Next, look at verse 5. And he shook the beast into the fire and felt no harm. Verse 6. However, they looked when he should have been swollen. Look, give it to me, the Oaken James. How be it, means however. However, they were expecting that he would swell up and suddenly fall down dead. See? Overcoming the fear of death. Then he says, but after they had looked for a long time and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said he was a God because he had the life of God. What doesn't kill God will not kill you. Is anybody learning something today? I know some people are like, hmm, all oh, this one, when angels, they make mouth for here. Angels, they talk nothing fake in person. But if they tell you that one man has a charm, say the man, eh, hmm, that man ain't strong, oh. Now, so they just, they suit him, suit him, suit him, nothing they happen. Then they suit him, nothing. Angels say, hey, touch wall and disappear. But you believe that story. You were not there or you believe it. You were not there. They told you the story. How many of you have heard those such stories? That they came as, a, as all the guys, all the court boys surrounded the guy and they brought out their gun and went to shoot him. That's how the guy just ran and touched the wall and disappeared. You were not there. You were saying it like you were there. I'm telling you the one God said. I'm telling the one the creator of the universe said. He said, nothing shall by enemies hurt you. Now, let us say something here. If Satan's power can make somebody disappear in danger, and this Satan is a subject, how much more the power of God? Say, the life of God is in me. So it will shock you under this series. Whatever is wrong in your body will be made right. 
Say the life of God is in me. Say it again. Say the life of God is in me. Yes. Now listen to this. John 8 48. Then the Jews answered and said to him, Do we not say rightly that you are a Samaritan and you have a demon? See, that's what people, when people hear this kind of message, they say, He heard no correct. How can he tell me yeah, that they, 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 they will shoot somebody to not enter? We have it in this ministry. It says, No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. Bullet is a weapon. There's this beautiful story of a war and a missile was shot into a house. It was a house of some Christians. It broke the roof, fell into the sitting room, did not explode. They saw made in wherever it was made, all the numbers was there. It broke the, the roof because it was a weapon. It must not prosper. Because if they prospered, they would have died. I speak today, based on the authority of the word of God, you will not die by the hand of man. You will not die by the hand of man. You will not die by the hand of devils. You will live long until you are satisfied. You will see your children's children. Can I get a believing amen? Celebrate Jesus, please. John 8, 49 now. Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father and he dishonor me. Like me, I'm honoring the father because to believe God's way is to honor him. And I do not seek my own glory, but there's one who seeks and judges. Most assuredly, I said to you, if anyone keeps my word, if anyone If anyone, that includes you and me, if anyone keeps my word, what do you say? He shall never see death. Some of you are still checking this Thursday Bible. I never see him before. Shoo! This apostle called Open Ayo. They see strange things. I'm not going to see that. Amen. If anyone keeps my word. Say you do the word of God. You are a doer of the word. You see it in your Bible. You do it. You see it in the word. You do it. That's what the Bible says. That's what the Bible. I'm going to do what the Bible says. It says you shall never see death. I told you about that story of a young man. His brother came from the north. He had been in Winners Chapel when Bishop was in Kaduna. And he came was telling us all these amazing testimonies. We never knew accident was waiting for his brother that was traveling to Calabar. And he had a serious accident. The driver could not be found. No, that's kind of impact. People fly different parts, different body parts missing, ears parts missing. A sister from church. God saved her. Only her head was swollen. Very swollen. At least God saved her. The head swelled up. At least you see. 
The young man whose brother believed in this escape from death was found outside the vehicle with his bag. God did not only take him out of the vehicle. No scratcher. It's an angel. Carry the bag too. So they came to ask him, were you inside this vehicle? He said he was. How did you come out? He said, I don't know. He said, I don't know. You know why? Because his brother had been speaking about their family. If anyone keeps my word, he shall ne- Jesus is not like, shall never, in this he shall nearly, shall never see death. Do you believe this? I said, yeah, then they suit, toe, toe, now I don't they peace. Are they peaceful, but you many no kill person no me I just the peace of God save my life and the life of God can't testify you all my box are well finished I small picking <laughs> when you hear gunshot it's not coming to your house now let me share with you something about this woman called Rahab in Joshua chapter 6. And I want to show you something here. Let's begin from verse 22. For this, amen. It says, But Joshua said to the two men who had spied out the country, Go into the Harlot's house, and from there, bring out the woman and all that she has, as he swore to her. Watch this. And the young men who had been who had been spies went in and brought out Rahab, her father, her mother, her brothers, and what? And all that she had. All that. That means she didn't lose. See, if you, I saw a documentary on the walls of Jericho. It actually sank. Just like an earthquake, it sank. A 